This episode of the podcast is brought to you by the Fraternity Club of Ferry Meadow. You can get your best wood fire pizzas in the Illawarra here. Come on down, join us a member, grab a drink, have dinner, sit back and watch some football on the big screen. If you're having a function, be sure to get in contact with a frat as they have an extremely large function room upstairs in the club. The podcast is also brought to you by our sponsor, Ausbrokers City State Insurance Brokers. Contact them or see them at their office on Crown Street, just above Zambrero, for all your insurance needs. Both of our sponsors are fantastic supporters of football. Both are run by football people, so be sure to show some support. And welcome back to the South Coast Football Holly. It is a huge day, landmark day. We're on YouTube. For the viewers, welcome. For the audio listeners, keep up with the times. I'm kidding. and welcome along. And I've got with me once again my uh, my number one go-to pro clubs analyst, Nathan Turner, with me. And, mate, how do you enjoy week one of the tournament? It was pretty fun. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Some results didn't go my way, but yeah, I had a blast, mate. It was so much fun. Just love uh, seeing all the results and all the boys getting around it, I suppose. Right, there wasn't, wasn't much to celebrate for either of us. <laughs> we had one win, so <laughs> I'll take that. We had two near wins, nearly two near draws, but what was the best part of the first week, do you reckon? Just in general. In general, anything, yeah. Oh, I think it was, um, we had a fair amount of people in the streams and I was looking at other people watching um, other people's streams as well and they had like a decent amount of viewers as well. So it wasn't just, you know, the boys having it on the background while they're playing. It was mm. the whole club was getting around it and the whole community was just supporting everyone playing pro clubs, which was great. I think the Berg, when I was watching, had like 45 viewers at one point. Might have got even higher as well. Yeah, Impressive. the Berg, yeah, they've got they've got a, such a good community up there with their club. So, um, yeah, 100%, I'd, I'd um, su- see the support there. So, yeah, it was good good to see, I think. Well, everyone, know, everyone knows each other up there. But uh, also, uh, speaking of the community getting around it, the, uh, the tournament made the Mercury as well. So, massive thanks to Josh from the Mercury for getting the article out, everyone for the support around that. And look, I mentioned I did need a haircut. I got a half haircut <laughs> for um, the viewers who can see it on the... Uh, on the video right now i got the sister to do the sides and uh not gonna lie i was expecting it to be much worse but uh it, it, the top's still good. a bit is she how old is she she looks the hairdresser or what first first time ever you wouldn't yeah it took her about an hour but it's uh it uh, came off right you can't even notice man <laughs> it, it beats having the hair bloody brushing against the ears or get irritated but uh yeah shout out to the fraternity club as well they've got the Still got the lockdown drive-through pizza as well. I'm pretty sure it's fifteen bucks from Tuesday, Wednesdays, and Thursday. So that's tonight, tomorrow night, and Thursday night. Just saying, if you want to watch any streams, get a get a football fix. Have a pizza in front of you, mate. Mate, it's your, your Thursday night, Tuesday night is sorted. But uh, they've got the drive-through from Tuesday to Sunday. But they're fifteen bucks on Tuesday, Wednesdays, and Thursdays. Shout out to Illawarra Golf Complex and Iconic Groups as well, who have donated some prizes for the winners. And also, anyone, any organisation wants to do a collab, doesn't have to be a sponsorship or anything, do some, do a project together or something, flick us a message. Um, yeah, holler out, basically. <laughs> but um, another thing as well, so we're having fun with this tournament, but we're also doing donations to talk to me, bro, suicide prevention, getting males in particular to speak up about their mental health. Now, every player donating 
20 bucks as an entry fee, 187 players, 3,740 raised just in player donations when they come in. And Unidera Seniors are doing, donating 20 bucks for every goal their juniors score. And I'm pretty sure they're already... How many goals did they score the other night? Five, six, probably over 100 bucks or something already as well. But if any other club wants to donate, shout out, reach out to us if you'd like to help. We'll, we'll tell you how you can help out. But... If you want to donate to the cause as well, there's a link on our website and on most of our Facebook posts as well you can find. But uh, Mr. Pro Clubs Analysis, uh, we want as many clubs as possible coming on board for this course. 100%. 100 um, Last year, we had pretty much every club that was doing it for every goal and um, that was scored, they were donating or every um, clean sheet or every minute or something like that. We had pretty much everyone doing it. So hmm. um, obviously, it's just... You didn't dare to start with now. So once I think another club does it, I think everyone else will start doing it from there. So that's good to see. Mm. Oh, maybe I should do something. It's like we raise 6K, I'll shave my head off or something. Let's see if that works. Oh, <laughs> Probably God. Probably not. You, you don't have to, you, you could just do that, couldn't you? Just do it on your own. Yeah. Uh, it would take a while getting through my hair. It took me bloody an hour just to get through the sides on the weekend. Uh, but on a serious note, we're going to go a quick point on real life, which is quite important. So there was a clubs meeting for the local leagues last night. There's more concrete plans for a competition restart if there is a competition restart. So this is coming out from a club's meeting last night. So if we return, if lockdown is lifted in time, the priority is to, priority is to complete the league season. The season can be extended to the 30th of October. That's our cutoff for finishing a mandatory two-week period for training prior to games. But so in reality, the cutoff for a start is mid-September. And it looks like from what I've read that the finals will be scrapped in lieu of getting the season done. So had a quick squeeze at the calendar last night. And if we are to get underway this year, the cutoff for lockdown to end would be about Saturday, the 4th of September by my rough estimate. So that means we've got five weeks for this week with this lockdown, five weeks from this weekend for the lockdown to end. And judging by the cases today, still 60 in the community, which is higher than our normal cases were just a couple of weeks ago. 170, I think in total, it's pretty bleak, but it's it's from this it's weekend. Shot. Yeah, from this weekend. Yeah, from this weekend, I think it's been five weeks since lockdown started. Pretty sure. So this weekend, we kind of act like a halfway point if we were to get back. Although it's quite doubtful. But what do you what do you make Very of this? Doubtful. Oh, I think it's interesting. The whole scrapping the finals and trying to get back and playing until obviously the 30th October because that's very late. But mm. I mean, that's when we played till last year, I believe. Wasn't it around this time where we actually got the season back underway? It was like mm. we we're hitting round one like this weekend or something. So, yes. Um, but obviously, we're going to be pushing it back a little bit more, but that's not including a five week final series. So, it's a possibility, but obviously, the case numbers are going to go down first um, mm. um, before we can actually you know start even talking about getting back into it but is that that Septem- mid-september you have to we have to ha- end lockdown on the f- early Fourth. september is that what you're saying so basically if, including the two weeks we have to start mid-september so realistically if we wanted to get going that lockdown has to end by the start of september yeah okay, i'm pretty so, sure yeah so august is our turn chance to turn it around i suppose basically but i'm thinking about it as well most teams got eight games to play or half of the teams got eight games to play but some teams have got nine games to play as well which is tricky to cram in but even though it is looking bleak it's still a long shot i'm much more confident in a potential restart than i was a few days ago i was thinking if the lockdown gets extended by just a week or two weeks this week we're done but um we got a little bit more flexibility than what we thought we had originally but 
let's say it does go back before the cutoff. Imagine games like you know, 7 p.m. Ian McLennan kickoff games right after daylight saving. So, there'd be like twilight games. So, although there will oh, be... I didn't even, I didn't yeah. even think of that. That'd be, yeah, that'd be pretty cool, actually. That don't even need the lights. No, and but at the same time, we might get some hot day games as well. I remember the last round last year, especially at Ocean Park, it was hot. It was like, I'm pretty sure it was like a 30 degree day or something last year, and it it was hot. Put it that way, I'm pretty sure I got sunburned that day. Like a felt like a preseason game, doing like matches in January and February when you when you're playing preseason, coming yeah. around to October, mm. got got pretty late. Yeah. Are you, considering the article went out at the start of the lockdown that we don't have much flexibility with restarting games, are you surprised that it seems like we do have flexibility now to work with a little bit? Uh, yeah, I suppose. I mean, I'm, it's sort of hard because I didn't think they'd push out such an advanced sort of option to, to talk about it when the comp's going to come back up. I thought they're just going to wait on the lockdown to sort of finish and then we'll go from there. But if I've got a plan for a few weeks in the future, I think it's, it's a lot better than sort of waiting around and, and sort of just waiting for that lockdown to end. So uh, the flexibility is good. I think it, they've done really well. with trying to trying to get the um, teams back playing and, and football started again. So it's just basically fingers crossed at this stage because it's out of their hands, out of our hands. So just have to wait and see. And at the same time as well, one of the reasons they said at the start they weren't flexible was with regards to not just player welfare, but volunteers and that they had no, basically straight away turnaround last year. It seems like it might be the case this year if we do go back, you know, how much of an effect would that have? I'm not too sure. I'm not a volunteer. What, what, what impacts that have? But it is another factor to take into consideration. Yeah, I mean, a lot of the volunteers are just so passionate about football. They just want to be around the clubs. So I think they... Obviously, they'd love to come back, but you know, it's just something that's just once it, once it comes back, we'll have to see how it goes from there, I suppose. Because mm. um, it's yeah, definitely hard to tell from now, but oh, just fingers crossed, as I said. <laughs> fingers crossed, as always. Uh, if I had a penny for the amount of times I had my fingers crossed over the last year and a half, boy, I'd be a millionaire. But we'll get into the fun stuff now. Now, a competition that is guaranteed to go, go ahead, ahead tonight. Fun stuff. That's it. Is the, pro, the week two of the Pro Clubs tournament. And some stories for, and moments from our first week, maybe from a uni perspective. What were some fun stories from the last week from your perspective? Some fun stories. Well, what happened? Well, we both. Did you pick. You picked um, Coniston as one of the, the tournament favourites? I did, yeah. One of my favourites. Oh, oh, I picked him as a winner and, and we ended up snagging a draw out of them. So I thought, well. You know, pretty pumped about that. They did get a red card after they were 2-0 up and we brought it back. But, but nonetheless, we, we, we snatched a draw. Um, but yeah, I thought it was, it was good fun. We had a bit of um, a slip up against Shahaba. I don't really want to mention that. Mm. Uh, got a bit angry with my team. but You got angry. <laughs> the boys. You know Captain what I'm like. Literally, I'm very passionate about playing for the for the yellow um, in uni, but nah. <laughs> and then we, we come up with a win at the end and a clean sheet, might I had. So <laughs> we take it. We take clean it. Sheet. We, yep. we move. What wow. about uh, what about your boys, SCU? Look, I'll explain my night from my perspective. Uh, first hour or so, terrible commitment, I must say. Um <laughs> We did say, games were starting at 7.30. We did say, get on 6.30, get a couple of Walmart games in. Look, we didn't have any blokes. Turn, some blokes didn't turn up till after 7. So we couldn't get any Walmart games in. And that showed in our first game against Army Park City. Dreadful, 3-0 loss. 
we were lucky to not have five or six put past us, in all honesty. And I thought, geez, this is going to be a long tournament. Uh, second game comes around against Port. Bit better, not the best game. Port, I reckon a draw or a slight win to Port was fair. But, um, yeah, look, up until halftime against Port, you know it's worrying when your five foot four striker, aka me, is the only one winning headers in the box and scoring headers in the box. And these uh, were there. Did they, did they have defenders? They have a full team of defenders and stuff. They had defenders and everything as well. Oh, yeah. So yeah. it was pretty. It was pretty good. Pretty good leap. But um, you know, it's worrying when you can't win it with some six bloke, six foot blokes at the back, and um, and I was winning those ones. But anyway, <laughs> um, so I was a bit disappointed. We lost in about the eighty fifth minute against Port, and then the last game came around after our round three bye, and we played Gibson Park, and we were, Gibson Park, as we all know, were undefeated. Won every game. So we were going on to that thinking, well, we're no chance here. Just play. And we nearly jagged a point out of them. In all honesty, like it was finished 3-2. Close two game. One. Wow. Okay. Um, they only won in the 85th minute as well. And we were getting messages saying we were the best team they played. And we're oh, in there just like... Go, eh? No, 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 no. Seriously, I've got, I've got oh, proof. Really? I've got proof. <laughs> uh, there's a, there was, there was three people who said you were the best team we played, and we don't, we don't know how because against Albion Park City, that was our worst game of the worst game of FIFA I've ever been a part of. It was so frustrating. Just a bit of a, you just need a bit of a warm up because you sort of got better as you went on, I suppose. We did, and I kind of emphasised that fact that that lack of commitment at the start, not turn up on six thirty. Yeah, you know. <laughs> I mean, we we were trying to get a we were trying to get a couple of practice games as well. We said six thirty. I think maybe three of them got on at six thirty because mm. I'm having dinner at that time. That's I know, but you got you got I know you got you've signed you got to organise this. I know, but it's just just what happened. So that's the same. We we I mean we could have lost that game. We could have lost that Connor game by a fair bit, but we'll, we'll take the draw to start yeah. with. We sort of got average through the rest of the night, but finished on an eye. Boy, that that red card helped you big time. I, can, I was watching that game. I don't know who it was, but I think you got a couple of the night. Um, but yeah, thank you. Because <laughs> I think it was on me as well. You chopped my bloke too. So, Oh, was it? Making plays for the team, yep. Because I saw most of the game. I missed the red card. No, sorry. No, I didn't miss the red card. No, yeah, you did chop it. But um, yeah, so that was our stories from our week. Uh, highs and lows of, uh, you know, competition. Competition, inverted commas. But... Uh, some of our tips from last week. Now, most of them come off, but one in particular didn't. We'll touch on that in a minute. I picked my winner as Wollongong Olympic. Yeah, it's still in the mix. Not too bad. Favourites, Olympic, Helensburg, and Coniston. I reckon, yeah, like Helensburg could have been a bit better. Cono had a couple of send-offs, which didn't go their way. Uh, who's scoring the most goals? Cono, they've got the most goals in Group A with 12. I'm pretty sure it is. And most clean sheets, Russellville Pups. They've got the best goal difference in Group A, I'm pretty sure. So maybe they're close. But now these are the the two that are contrasting. Now, I picked two dark horses last week. The first one was Gibson Park Rangers, which at the moment is spot on. They're four wins from four. But the second one was Rarilla, who were no wins from four and on zero points, bottom of Group B. I know it too. Hey, they, they yeah, let us know. Don't worry. They let us know. We let them know. We let them know. Yes. That's how it works here. We let them know. <laughs> we're, we're so the ones. We, you picked him as a dark horse. We did pick him as a dark horse. I picked him as a dark horse and most clean sheets. Well, that's backfired severely. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, to the Rarula boys, 
really sorry for the for that tip. Obviously, uh, commentators curse. Commentators curse. Yeah, yes, uh, so. but you know, you got to handle the pressure. Unfortunately, um, some teams didn't handle the pressure, like us two in particular, and uh, <laughs> Warilla just wanted to fly on the radar, and unfortunately, you know, didn't exactly work. So, um, yeah, sorry to those boys. Uh, what do I say? Be better next week. <laughs> That's it. I mean, they they. They might not have a warm-up game, so who knows? Maybe. Maybe <laughs> maybe it was the warm-up game. Who knows? They just need one. <laughs> yes. So, Group A. So, we'll go through the review. So, Group A will be first. I'll go through Group A. Now, the standout performers, obviously, Russell Bell Pups, who uh, had a perfect start, really. But another team that had a perfect start, and it was a surprise pack. We didn't know what to expect from them. Not because we didn't think they were good. We just didn't know what to expect because they hadn't played last year. Port Campbell's SC who are the juniors, and they were quite, they were pretty impressive, and Uding's got them tonight. Um, three from three. I reckon that's a fair pick. Yeah, Those yeah, two? definitely. They, um, I was talking to Sammy McKellar after that night, and I oh. Bulli. They Bulli were up 2-0 against them, and then brought, brought it back and won 4-2, so yeah, look, they, they can score some. Look, if there was a standout performer in a good sense, it would be Russell Powell Pups. If there was a standout performer in a bad sense, as in a fall from grace, in Group A, it had to be Buller. No <laughs> points after quarterfinals. Their last how many games was an 8-0 loss in the quarters to Jeringon, which they haven't recovered from. Then they lost 5-2 in the second leg. So they lost a combined 13-2 on aggregate to Jeringon last year. Yeah, and they started off this one with three disappointing losses, mate. They didn't score in two of them. Scored two goals all night. Two goals. <laughs> I think that's the least of most teams. I think that might be the least. But yeah, look, uh, looking looking for their captain to uh, step up to the mark a bit. But um, I don't know. The, the tabloids have been on them, and they've been questioning the leadership of their captain, <laughs> courageous and. Uh, Look, it's not very impressive so far. They're calling for Guy Knight to uh, buy a PlayStation because um, he'd be the only one at the moment showing some leadership because uh, Sammy McKellar, boy, you can't rely on him for leadership. No, definitely not. But how's that uh, late late inclusion for him? Ben McDonald. Didn't, didn't see his name on the list when we were... Um, no, he was on the list. He was on the list. And he came in and played us. Like, oh, there you go. But- he, he, he was on the list. I just didn't put him down on the Excel sheet. He got on the list like right before the deadline on Saturday. And I didn't update the sheet until afterwards. Bit of a surprise when I come yeah. in, but ah, we kept him at bay. That was the old one, the updated one. But I'll go through the table quickly. So Russell Vale pops on first, 12 points, played four games, goal difference plus eight. Paul Campbell SC, this is the surprising one. They're second, or not surprising, but they've only played three games. So first, third, fourth around them have played four games. And the only other one who has played three is Russell Cobras, who are on six points in fifth. So, Paul Campbell had a really good first week. O'Flats Falcons are in six, aka better than last year, six points. Games played four, goal difference of zero. Now, like I said in my review, ask Nathan Turner at the position of UOW. I'm going to ask you right now, where are you boys? We are seventh. Congratulations, you got that Thank great. Thank you. Four so points. Right in the middle of the table. Right in the thick just, of it. Just under. Yeah, just about Solid. there. Just not about bad. there. It's not, not, not too bad. bad. Solid. Considering <laughs> you boys only come together last week. Yeah, exactly. But, I thought it was all right. Mm, yeah, but right behind is though. One point yeah, behind is. Yeah. Uni Spurs. 
three points after three games. Mind you, they've got a game in hand as well, which is deadly. Uh, Dan Deleu, not too, I guess they got three points. That's a solid start. They had a couple of bad losses. Played four games, though. They're on three points. Shell Arbor Jr.'s on 10th, three points after four games. But the story of match week one for Group A, Bulleye, last place, quarterfinals last year, still recovering from that 13-2 loss in the quarterfinal. Zero points, minus five goal difference. But the good thing is they got caught for them. They played three games. So if they win their catch-up game, they would go... Well, they'll jump. They could go as high as... They could go as high as... So turnaround needed, but... Group B, match one, match week one review. Now, I'll take it away, Mr. Turner, please. Group B, hey? It was an interesting one. A couple of big results. Very interesting. Um, yeah, so up the top, Gibson Park Rangers in first place. They've got a point differential of plus 11, so they've absolutely stormed out. They were four from four to start the night. Yeah. Uh, start the competition, so they're way up there. And um, another, we say surprise packet, Wollongong United, sitting in second. They're, they're all solid. They're also undefeated, three... Uh, Three wins and a draw, um, sitting on 10 points um, with a goal difference of 11. So it's the same as uh, GPR. And we actually we actually calculated it. Those two teams are the best attacking teams in the comp between the two pools. Yeah, how many goals? 17 each. Oh. And they're beating what? Well, who, who, who's the most in pool A? Is it Kono? Uh, yeah, they've got 12. Yeah, so, got 12. Even, so they're four points ahead of third or second, which is the White Eagles with 13. So Yes. Um, they were absolutely killing it. So we'll look out for that game. Um, then in uh, third place, somehow, you'd say? Yeah. I, I, I've, it's the first time I've heard of a team that gets pumped 8-0 one night, but they finished at third. They still they still didn't lose another game. That was their only game they lost. Yeah. Um, so they're sitting on seven points um, with a negative four goal difference, as you can um, probably see. Um, the other Port Kembla team, Port Kembla FC... Uh, they're sitting in fourth. They've played three games. They're on six points. Um, Udendera, another surprise packet, I thought. That's um, impressive. They've had some very close games. So they're sitting on five points. So a win, two draws, and a loss. So pretty even to start the night. Um, and their goal difference is exactly zero. So they're pretty much right in the, the middle of everything. The White Eagles sitting in sixth. Um, they've, had, they've had a plus three. So their attack is very good. But uh, they've, only, they've only got four points to start the night. Wollongong Olympic sitting in seventh uh, with their uh, four points as well. So they're the same as the White Eagles there. Picked in eighth, four points as well, but they've got a negative four goal difference. Albion Park City, what do you make of this? Look, I don't know if they lost a few players after that first game because they were really dominant that first game. But nine ninth they are. They got pumped in a couple of games. And I was really surprised after that first one to see them get pumped because they were pretty good that first game, even though we weren't up to scratch as well. But they were really impressive. Well, they were semi-finalists last year. Oh, I don't know what's happened to them. You reckon they've gotten slightly, gone slightly downhill or the comp's gotten better? They must have gone slightly downhill after that first round. Something must have happened to them because they were they were good that first round and then... The next four, ga- the next three games, they get one point. Maybe they've just first better teams. They probably did. <laughs> probably did. Not gonna lie. Um, and then, so should I dare to ask you? You don't need to ask me. Just rattle it off. Rattle off. You know. South Coast United position, not last, just. 
They're just not last. By the skin of our teeth. Three goals. Game. So there's a bit of positive. They've got a game in hand on, on the, other, the other teams that are above you. Um, I think the thing we've got going for them is us is that we played three and two of those games last week we lost in the 85th minute. So that's what we've got going for us. That's like a it's like a stab in the chest, I think. That's yeah. that's heartbreaking. Yeah, story about night. FIFA. Story about <laughs> night. And uh, the very last ones in Pool B, I know we wouldn't have guessed this. Uh, Varilla, not the dark horse we expected. Yeah, look, we've we have touched on this. Uh, really disappointing from those uh, boys. Yeah, but uh, but uh, full credit to the blokes who tipped them to be dark horses because, um, as we all know, we've stuffed that up big time. Hey. Uh, you never know. They've only played three games, so they could come back. They could, could come to surprise us, you know. Could you come never surprise. know, but I don't know. It's, it's a tough start for him. <laughs> yes. Now, moments of the round, and I'll touch on two from last Tuesday in particular. Connor's lineup video on Facebook, that was... Oh, that was a goal. I don't know what that was, but I was all for it, and I hope it comes back this week. That was hilarious. That was almighty impressive. The second one is from Thursday night where Wollongong United equaled the record for the biggest win in the comp, 8-0 win, which equaled the quarterfinal result last year between Gerringong and, you guessed it, Bulleye, <laughs> who was still struggling over a year later. We love Still struggling to recover it, after it. But those were my moments of the round. Uh, a couple from yours? Um, yeah, I mean, oh, I can't go past that 8-0 win for, for Wollongong United, so I'll, I'll definitely mention that, but um, in our comp, the Pups, mm. they're four from four, I think they are. Yes, yes they are. Remember yes. correctly? Yeah, four yes. from four. Um, but they've they've jagged a lot of um, games. Just. Just. So I'm not saying they're not good, but mm. the games that they versed against Helensburg, they have 39% possession. Well, you've been doing the stats over here. Yeah, I'm telling you. I've oh, gone, gone back through the You, you the, must, um, you the must be bored. And um, gone back through the page and double checked, and it's because I, I remember they got yes. had forty two percent against us. I'm like, surely they've done this before, and they have. So oh. they hit teams on the counter. So, but good on them because you, you still get the results and you're still holding out. So, <laughs> moment Full of credit the to the pups. Me, I think. Full credit to the boys. Yeah, literally. Impressive. And and we did we did add last week that we put in our tips for the most clean sheets. Mm. Right? Yes, there is there has been. We ten pups, clean sheets, we? Yes. ten clean sheets, and there's been ten different teams that have kept those clean sheets. So no, everyone, there's ten teams on one clean sheet each. Well, considering FIFA 21 isn't known for clean sheets, it's quite surprising. Yeah, quite surprising. Well, um, I thought that as well. To be fair, yeah, yeah. I've got to ask though, this isn't tooting the podcast horn. Um, I felt like an absolute uh, ass doing it. What did we think of that oh, uh, promo video oh, last no. Tuesday? <laughs> I knew you were going on this. Look, had to do it. I mean, <laughs> I thought it was funny because I went, I went that night. I did the Champions League walking down my stairs, getting ready to get on my PlayStation. Oh, did you now? Yeah, I did. Yeah, sure it didn't happen. Uh, Mrs. actually videoed it, so oh, I you, can send it. It you have to send it. Do I? Yes. If, if <laughs> I that is law, if I you want to be on next week, you have to send that through. <laughs> 
<laughs> I wonder if she saved it. She'll, oh, it'd be on her Instagram. Yeah, it'd be on her stories, I think. Yes. Yeah, saved on the archive. So. I love that. But no, I did rate it. It was pretty funny. Um, because obviously we always do the UCL one, so it was something different to see that. <laughs> well, it, like I said to you last week, because there's a few teams who have done the UCL, it was either the Conor McGregor walkout or the 90 Chicago Bulls entry. And uh, I didn't have the... Uh, chance i didn't have the um what's the word flexibility to dim all every single light and you know have the camera flashes going so i just did the kind of walk from the front of my house and uh look i must say the filming was average for my brother very, <laughs> very average it looks like it <laughs> it was very disappointing um the lining wasn't the best lining hopefully is better on the uh on the video today we'll see how we go but it was also another one humor Another one. Do I another one? No, I don't. Oh, I thought you said hopefully the lighting's better on this one today. I'm talking about this. Oh, I mean, groundbreaking podcast. You know, you know what I mean. There's a camera right here looking at me, and yeah, it it feels like people are watching me, which is funny because five people will be watching this video afterwards. I'll watch it on repeat. They'll be watching me. I'll watch it on repeat just to get the numbers up. Your mum, your girlfriend, (laughs) your auntie. I don't have auntie, believe it or not. Well, there you go. So, So four people will watch it. Maybe four. (laughs) Three if we're lucky. But it's new. It's new. Might take some getting used to, but those were our moments of the round. Jeez, we went on a tangent there far out. So, fixtures... For Group A. Now, what I'm going to do, I'm going to rattle off the fixtures for tonight. I'm going to ask ourselves three questions. Who's finishing top after tonight? Who's going to surprise us? And who's going to improve the most? Oh, throwing me under the bus here. Hey, look, we don't, we, we, like, you can't prep for everything, you know? <laughs> I haven't even prepped for that. I just got the question down. Right. Wow, what a game to start. Uh, we're going to the uh, mind, mind you. I've just gone to Group B, Round Four. So uh, I'll quick scroll up. So first game. Oh, geez, this is this game's even better. First game. First game tonight. We have. Let's have a look. Round five. So I was thinking round four. Round five at seven thirty p.m. tonight on Tuesday, the twenty seventh of July. We've got Uni Spurs against Cono, Paul Campbell SC against your boys UOW. Russell Cobras against the Puffs Wall. Oh. Russell Derby. Oof. The Vale. The Vale Derby. Right Rub that. your hands. That's Rub a good your one. hands. Now, second one is crucial for both of these guys who've been struggling at the moment. We've got Bulleye and Dan DeLiga up against each other in round five tonight, which is 7.30. Then we've got the Egg Flats Falcons against Shell Harbour Juniors at 7.30 to round off round five. Now, round six, another big game for you boys. Eight o'clock kickoff. We've got UOW against Helensburg. Russellville Pups against Uni Spurs. We've got Dan DeLu against Paul Campbell SC. Shell Harbour against Russellville Cobras. And Oak Flats Falcons against Bulleye, which is crucial for both of those. Round 7 at 8.30, we've got Con AFC against the Pups. Poor. That's a big game. Yes. 8.30 kickoff, these ones are. Helensburg against Dan DeLu. Uni Spurs against Shell Harbour. Paul Campbell SC against Oak Flats. And Russellville Cobras against Bulleye. So Bulleye's got a big night ahead. Round eight, we've got Dan DeLue against UOWFC, Shell Harbour Juniors against Coniston, Oak Flats Falcons against Helensburg, which is probably a grudge match, honestly. They're just really rivals. 
Bulleye FC against Uni Spurs and Russell Alcobras against Paul Campbell SC to round out match week two for Group A. And that's the nine o'clock game, round eight. So I ask you this, Mr. Turner. This is why we brought you in. This is why is you analysis, are... Is it? Your pro club's analysis is this, yes. Uh, who's finishing top after tonight? Um, well, I mean, I think Connor have got the buy in this tonight. So they do. Yeah, they're missing out. Oh, but so do the pups. So mm. both the top teams have the buy. So I reckon Port Kembla might come up and, and jump. I would have said that. that. Yeah, because the other two teams have the buy. Um, if Port Kembla can get, you know, their full 12 points, then they're going to be cheering. They'll, well, they'll be at least equal first, I think, if they get 12 points. Who's going to surprise us? I'll throw a name out there. Russell Val Cobras. Cobras? Yeah. I reckon Cobras I could back that. I was thinking maybe the, the Falcons. Falcon, Yeah, actually, come to think of that. Falcons have got Paul Campbell. Oh, they've got a tough night. Paul Campbell, Helensburg, Bulleye. They're tough teams sometimes. But they've got mm. Bulleye and Shahaba who are you know sitting near the bottom. So, you never know. Mm. This is either going to be superb call or it's going to backfire big time. Who's going to improve the most? I'll just go out there. Bulleye's going to improve the most. I reckon. Yeah, I'll, I'll back Bulleye as well. So got Dandaloo, Oak Flats, Russell Cobras, and Uni Spurs. So very winnable games from their point of view. But fixtures for Group B on Thursday. Take them away, please. Group B. Well, if, if you had time to scroll down or scroll up, I have to have time to scroll <laughs> down, you know? Yeah, look, we get the groups mixed up sometimes. Oh, yeah. Round five, the 29th of the 7th. Which That's is correct. It's Thursday, 7.30 yes. p.m. How's this for a start? Wollongong Olympic against Wollongong United. Oh. Straight off the bat. Straight up. And then we've got uh, your boys up against the White Eagles. Oh, uh, that's a good one. That's a good grudge one. Uh, Rarilla and Picton, Port Campbell FC against Unandera, and then the Sharks up against Albion Park City. That rounds out round five. Very impressive. Uh, round six, the White Eagles up against GPR. So GPR had to buy that first round. Yeah. Yes. That's a chance so, for United to jump. Yeah. Yeah, big, big chance. chance. Massive chance. But United have got the buy in the, in the second game. <laughs> There you go. There you go. It always uh, so ends yeah. out. GPR against the White Eagles. Uh, picked in an Olympic. This is the 8 o'clock games. Um, mm-hmm. Boys up against Unandera. Surprise packets, yeah. Um, Ooh, impressive, yes. Albion Park City against Rilla, And then Winuna up against Port Kembla. Another another good game there as well. Close on the table. 34th for the moment. Yeah. Uh, round 7, Wollongong United against Picton. The GPR Rangers against Unandera. Olympic, Albion Park City, uh, your boys SCU against Wanuna, and then you got the Rivilla Wanderers up against Port Kembla FC. It's a mm. few, a few mixes, I think. I think a lot of it's, a lot of teams playing around the middle, and then a lot of height, like top of the table. There's teams. A of, there's a lot of winnable games for every single team. Yeah, I feel. I mean, I feel like that's just pro clubs in general. You can jag it. We nearly, if we nearly jagged a result against Gibson Park. That's what I'm saying. You guys mm. are sitting, what, 10th against first. It's like, you never know. Mm. So it's going to turn up. Uh, and then the final game of the night, uh, Unidera against uh, Albion Park White Eagles. You got Albion Park City against Wollongong United. Wanuna against Gibson Park Rangers. That's a first and third. <sighs> yes. Obviously, depending on other results that night. But with the Wanuna, Wanuna still don't have the buy. So they're going to be, you know, a game in hand against those other two teams at the top. Mm. 
Uh, Port Campbell against Olympic, they're both sitting pretty close to one another. And then Marilla against South Coast United. Bottom of the table clash. It might not be coming yeah. around, but at the moment, yeah. Staying positive, but yeah, Look, at the moment, yes. Yeah, four rounds in, it could not be. The reason I say that is because with every team, there is so many six-pointer cliche games on there tonight, that night. Yeah. Uh, but I'm going to ask, who's going to be finishing top? I'm going to go with... So who have Gibson Park got again? They have Unandera. Yes. The White Eagles. Mm-hmm. And they finish on... Winuna. I say Winuna already. I will say... I reckon Gibson Park will stay top. Although Wollongong United, they're playing the same amount of games I'm, as Gibson I'm Park. I'm thinking right? Wollongong United. Um, you reckon? Yeah. So they have... What? Well, Wollongong Olympics probably their their toughest game in terms of the table. Yeah. I don't, I don't think Gibson Park are going to be dropping any points. No. And they're two points ahead. Yeah, okay. Mm. Either or. It'd be between them yeah. two. But, I mean, we can watch out for Port Campbell as well because they've still got a game in hand too, so. Yeah, they'll go to 10. Yeah. If, if they, they win. win. Who's going to surprise us? I... Ooh, who's going to surprise us? I reckon Olympic. Who have Olympic got? They they got a game in hand too, mind you. They got United, Picton, United. So that that'll be a good one there. Yeah, mm-hmm. the Albion Park City. I reckon Olympic are going to be the surprise. They're going to be the surprise Olympic. Port Campbell FC they they finish off with. Yes. Yeah. Surprise? Yeah. Okay. Surprise, I, reckon. I was yeah. thinking more the White Eagles. I think. If yeah. They can if they can uh, pick a result against the rule first game in. I, I reckon mm. they'll. Yeah, that'll be a huge result. That'll be yeah. So surprise one. Who's going to improve? I'm going to be a bit biased here. I'm going to go either Albion Park City or our boys. Just I was because, going to say your boys. Just because we were so close to getting a result uh, the, the last two games there. But if we play like we did that first game, we're going to, we're not going to be moving. We're not going to be moving, I don't think. You'll be staying down there. But, yeah, I mean, yeah. Oh, I backed your boys to, to turn it around, as you said. A couple of close games. Yeah. Um, so, from there. so who we've got? We've got Wanuna. We've got Unindera. We've got Albion Park, and we've got Rula. Rula's in eleventh. Albion Park is four points ahead of us. Unindera is five points ahead of us. Wanuna is third on seventh. So, realistically, we want to jump. We need at least nine points. I feel. But anyway, this isn't the South Coast United Pro Club Esports Show. This is a yeah, we're not biased this is at all. The South Coast. <laughs> Footballholic program <laughs> show, and as I say that, this is the end of the South Coast Footballholic Pro Club show. Thank you for joining me again, my trusty Pro Clubs analysis. As always, no worries. Thanks for having me again. It's been so, I love this. It's great. It's it, it's it's serious, but it's not. It it just it feels like we just feel like we're having a laugh. But we're having fun. fun. I'm dead serious with all these stats and stuff like that. It's funny. <laughs> When you when you don't have much else to do, when you're in lockdown, it drives you crazy. Drives you real crazy. You know I'm going crazy when I'm doing those freaking Conor McGregor videos. I don't do that stuff. No, no. Oh, but there's nothing else to do, is there? Unfortunately, not. I like plan a whole day just around the podcast. Yeah. Like you this know, is what you we're know, doing yeah. this time. You know you're in trouble when you're letting your sister who's never used a pair of clippers in their life <laughs> show your hair when you. Don't let anyone else touch it, but you're getting to the point now where it's just like, yeah. I never would do that. I do now. 
I've been driven insane. Well, I'm still holding out. I don't think I will do it. Mm. I've always said I wouldn't, but my hair grows ridiculously. So, so it's mine actually. It's I'm glad you can't see it too much now, but <laughs> yeah, you got the mullet holding behind to you. Anyway, anyway, to the audio listeners, thanks for listening. To the video viewers, number one, hopefully it was good for you. But catch you guys next week.